Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. On to the Bulldogs versus the Warriors. Uh, I think this is more, what an incredible win by the Warriors. The Bulldogs, what I'm liking, again, we said it last week, don't get panic stations. Be patient. Yes, they're at the bottom, towards the bottom of the table, but they've got so many injuries. But the beauty about this period for the Bulldogs is they're going through a bit of pain because they've got so many injuries. But there are so many young guys that before their time are going to be playing first grade. And you look at the Broncos a few years ago. A few of those boys, I reckon, made debuts probably a year or two early. But we've got now we've got 23, 24-year-old forward packs that are dominating other forward packs. And I just look at the Bulldogs and I go, you know, even the, the bloke on the wing, I thought uh, Blake Wilson, I thought he was outstanding. Um, Oh, there was another guy. Um, all his mates. Did he mess, they message you as well? Uh, Harrison Edwards. So a few weeks ago, we were like giving the Bulldogs a compliment about um, <coughs> saying, look at all these young guys. We don't know who they are and they're ripping in a tearing. Yeah. Um, and then I said like, Harrison Edwards, like no disrespect. I, I don't know who he is. And I said, Guru, do you know? You said no. And I said, well, fuck if Guru doesn't know who he is. And <laughs> anyway, so... Harrison scores a try on the weekend. And most of the boys that were messaging, it was just a bit of banter. Yeah. They were like, oh, do you know who he is now? <laughs> 100%. Most of it was banter. There were some Derricks, though, that were like, oh, don't disrespect him. I was like, bruh, <laughs> we're giving him a rap. But, yeah, all his, all his mates messaged, like, literally would have been like maybe 10 of them at, as soon as he scored. Do you know who he is now? I was like, bruh, like. Come on. Like, come on. I was giving them a rap for how they are. Um, it was funny because I was, I was sitting at home watching it and I, because I'm, I got the bloke account on my phone yeah. too. So I saw these messages come up one by one by one and, and I knew you were in Byron as well. And I'm like, oh, good luck. Yeah. Good just luck trying to enjoy myself in Byron. <laughs> nah. As I said, mo- most of it was just friendly banter. It wasn't, as I said, there was only one or two that just carried like, my God, mate. My Shout God. out to him though. 68 minutes he played. He uh, had a red hot crack mm. and, and look at his tackle count. 48 tackles, only one miss. Wow. And a try. Good on him. Um, What's his name again? Harrison Edwards. (laughs) 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 Um, So, yeah, as I said, most most of the boys is banter. It was great. They loved the podcast. Um, But, but again, to our point that we were saying back then, without the joke, uh, this is is a painful period because you got guys like Harrison, like uh, Blake Wilson, that – probably wouldn't be debuting this soon without all these injuries, but they are debuting and look at the promise they're showing. And I mean, like, 
you just listed guys that probably shouldn't have debuted yet. Jacob Preston's one of those guys, but because yeah. he's done so well, we're just used to him being a regular first grader. Yeah, like he's just a first grader now. Yeah, he's just one, he's swapped edges and no one's even spoken. Yeah, and you know, to further our point in regards to what we're saying with these young guys that maybe are a year or so earlier, Gus Gould was saying on the footy show the other day, like we are just trying to get our cap in the right shape and we're building towards the future. He said, hopefully by 2024, we'll have our cap in the right shape. And then we'll be good to go. So these these kids that are coming through now, well, kids or blokes, uh, in two or three years, will be almost not seasoned veterans, but three years into your career is very different to the first year. And so it's exciting. And I know that Bulldogs fans that want results right now, I get it. I get it. But if they can just stick to the plan, like the Broncos did after they everything fell apart, you could be in a similar situation with the Broncos where – we may be premierships, if not this year, next year, you know? So I just think there's still a lot to be excited about, especially when your young fellas are coming in. Like, okay, so um, Harrison Edwards, great game. Uh, then you've got Jacob, Jacob Preston, also young fella, great game. Blake Wilson also was outstanding. That's three players that are super young, that, are super, that came through your system, or at least in Q Cup or New South Wales Cup, that are coming in and impacting games. That's exciting for the club. And... In my opinion, the best one over the next few years will be Carl. And he's just finding his way. Yeah, Oluwapu. I didn't even, yeah, Oluwapu. So So I felt really sorry for in this game, and I'm sure Canterbury fans would have noticed it. Paul Alamonti, they made a break down the left-hand side, the Warriors. Mm. He came from right centre. He made a great try-saving tackle. He then got up at marker, was exhausted. He made another tackle where they were going to get on the front foot. And then Sean Johnson got the ball and kicked to the space where Alamonti had left, and they scored, and you just saw him standing there going... You're a joke. But yeah. that's first grade, isn't it? That's, well, I mean, that's literally first grade. Yeah. Identifying, oh, that's the centre there. Okay, boom. There's space yeah, there. They've got space there. And then talking about the, like, <coughs> the Dogs Warrior on their depth, they're still sitting second in New South Wales Cup. Mm. Played the Warriors, who are third in New South Wales Cup on the weekend. This is obviously with the Doggies, so many players out, uh, and they got a draw there. Like So the talent goes deep. Yeah, and they won under 17 as well. Mm. So just to, just to our point, like, there's going to be some guys that come through and you're not going to know who they are, but in two or three years, you're going to be going, wow. Like, even I, – I remember distinctly the Paddy Carrigan when he came through because he came through as his just battler. And because it was a year or so early, you were like, oh, is he going to be just a fringe kind of first grader coming through? And I don't think anyone could predict how good Paddy Carrigan would get by the age of 23, 24 years old. And that is all a testament to... I mean, he was made captain of the club at 21. And, and I was going... And he had he played 20 games. And I'm going, mate, way too early. Like, mm. way too early. But look at the man it's made, Paddy, where in his origin debut, if you look at the sh- in the sheds, the forward pack is around him and he's doing these ones in his origin debut. And so Bulldogs fans, I genuinely believe in two to four years... This is what it could look like for the Bulldogs. And what, like adding more more meat to it all, you know, we've been speaking about the injuries time and time again as if it's an excuse and like it legitimately is to a degree and maybe they're not quite getting the results at the moment, but it was a completely new squad with a completely new spine this season. Mm. You add in Viliami Kikau, who on the left edge, like would be such a focal point of their yeah. attack. All these players yeah. have not had any time to forge any combinations. Like, mm. We say it time and time again that that takes so much time. Yeah. They've had no chance to do it. Yeah. And, then, and then you add in that, you know, as a part of that spine, Flano's dropped out. Reynolds has been starting. Oluwapu's come in. 
you they, the doggies are really building, and because of the injuries and a few other different things, it's going to take longer than expected. But far out, the, the signs are there, and, and I'd be very optimistic about them. Yeah. I am, I should say. And like we didn't even really mention Alamotti as a part of that young crew, but yeah. he's also a part of that young crew. I mean, it is. I think it's exciting times as a Bulldogs fan. I think it's exciting times. I will say, just after we'd been going, I think Hayes Perham is really winning me over. He got through his work, which we always love, you know, the 29 runs, the 240 metres or whatever, six tackle breaks. But that passing ability that we were discussing earlier in the year that were a bit questionable, there were a few moments in that game where I thought, ooh, still needs a bit of work. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you, you, I, I don't want to go too harsh on him because he has impressed me the last few weeks, but that was far from his best game. I'm, uh, I'm keen to see how he responds to that <clears> next week. Yeah, and I think he's earned... The right to be kind of like we, if he, because he rips in so hard every week, you can go okay. That's a pretty poor game, but you don't do too hard on the kid because his attitude is always in the right place. He's having a crack. Exactly. If his worst game is twenty nine runs, two hundred and forty three meters, you can work on everything else. Whereas if he was a young gun fullback that came in and was running for a hundred meters and taking. Eight mm. carries, you go, mate, and then he goes out and makes those errors. You go, oh my god, bro, not good enough, yep. not good enough. Yep. But he, he's he he works his ring off. So I know doggies fans are a bit tough on him on the weekend, but just just give him a bit of time because he works his ring off. Mm. He, he's he's having a red hot crack, and you can do you could do a lot worse than him at fullback. Um, Okay, uh, how do we reckon Reed's gone so far this year? I mean, I reckon he's I reckon he started the year with a bang, then he's just been solid since. Yeah, I think he's been solid. I I don't think he's been um, tremendous to mm. be honest with you. Um, I I don't know. It's a tough one. Like, I think Reed Money's a very good player. I think he's a good signing, but I do watch Jeremy Marshall King and go. Jeez, have they ended up with a better player? It's crazy, and I can't believe I'm saying that, but I, I just think JMK has been tremendous up there. But I do think that – I think Reid, and you can probably talk more about it, but from what I've heard at Canterbury, he brings a lot more than just on the field. Mm. I think he's brought a lot of professionalism to the club. Um, from what I've heard, he's a fantastic leader off the field as well. I think the difference may be, though, like JMK is under Wayne Bennett, and that team is mm. kind of going quite well, whereas like – They've been the Bulldogs have got the most injuries in the yeah. Club. Yep. yep. Let's use an example of Reese Robson, who last year was just exceptional, getting attacking numbers all over the place, line breaks, tries, try assists, and because the Cowboys pack has been so disappointing this year, you're like, well, Reese Robinson hasn't had the best season comparatively to mm. last year, mm. and that's because his pack hasn't been going forward, and he mm. hasn't had those quick play laws to work <clears> off. You look at Reed Marnie at the Dogs, who have like had to get exemptions most weeks, seemingly, to get forwards to come up and be able to field that pack. So it's made it really difficult on Reed Marnie. And once they do get that full pack back and they the, the yardage does start coming through the middle and they start dominating teams through the middle, you'll see Marnie come back to what I think we're expecting, what we saw earlier on in the year. So yeah. I'm, I can cut him some slack. Um, now, so yeah, Doggies fans, disappointing for sure. We're not denying that. There was, you know, probably few individuals that had not the best performances but you're gonna you'll reap the rewards as long as you stick to the plan uh now to the warriors <laughs> i know there's there'll be someone in the comments just like they're not my favorite second team second team or whatever but they fast becoming a lot of people's yeah. second favorite team a lot of people are really getting on board this warriors bandwagon and the best thing is it was even a sign 
in the uh, crowd a few weeks ago bang, saying there's room on the bandwagon, I think. Or th- this, it was like this stand used to be empty. There's room on the bandwagon or something along those lines. But get on it, boys, because they are just playing such good footy. They are playing exciting footy. They're, I just, this isn't the Warriors that I've been used to for the last 10 years. This is a new, fresh look, mm. and they've all got on board. And I love it. I love it. Garino? They might not be your second favourite team, but I'll tell you what, if they're not in your top three or four, I could ask some questions about you as a person just quietly. How can you not be around what they're doing at the moment, where they've come from, you know, the way that Sean Johnson is leading them, the way that Charns is leading like them? Just, they're just a team of goers. Mm. And, you know, they've had a lot of things go against them, which I think they've handled very well the entire season. Uh, and even when it, you know... He got a bit of attention last week. It wasn't the Warriors coming out and saying it, mm. realistically. So I, I just love the attitude they've gone in with. As I said before, they've had numerous 5-8s. Um, Ronald Volkman played that game with a compound fracture in I his know. finger. <laughs> just so hectic. So hectic. And I think it's, um, you know, when when Munster did it, because it's a similar injury, isn't it? Yep, same injury. When Munster did it, you go, yeah, that's the storm. Yep. That's the storm. Whereas this will get, because it's the Warriors in New Zealand, you won't hear much about it. It's a, uh, a young fella coming through. You won't sit there and go, that's the Warriors. But that's the Warriors now. Ronald Volkman, a rookie with a compound fracture playing the whole game. That's who they are now. And it's incredible. Compound fracture in the first half. Oh. Yeah, he, he, he would have been sitting there the other day going, you know what? I've got an opportunity to play 5-8 because uh, Tomato Martin's injured. They've moved... Dylan Walker back to the bench have given me a shot. Luke Metcalf's wearing my jersey in reserve grade right mm. now. Mm. So he, he knew that he had to stay on the field. He had to have an impact. And credit to him. Scored a try in the second half. Um, I, I still think he has got a big future. Mm. They're, they're a game off third in pe- being Penrith. The bye this week. Mm. And then they play a depleted Broncos outfit in New Zealand in round 13. So they, I can, I mean, they should be getting, they should be winning that game, which will be four points in the next two weeks. Could be top four in two weeks' time. And we, we know that because they're not really impactful, they're not impacted at all through the origin period. They can rack up some wins there. Yeah. Uh, well placed. Like, Warriors in the top eight? I don't, none of us had them top eight at the start of this year. God, no. And none of us had them top eight after ten weeks. Haven't had a bye yet either. Still to come. This so, week. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the five teams ahead of them, outside of South Money's, have all had a bye already. And they had three games in 11 days. Then they go out and they beat the Doggies at home, the Doggies at home. Then they're going to have the bye. They'll freshen up. I mean, when you talk about putting yourself in a good position. Mm. Not, not only do they have three games in 11 days, it was Melbourne, it was Penrith, <laughs> it was the Roosters. So, like, they've also had a pretty tough draw, mm. all things considered. How outrageous is that? Three games in 11 days, and by the way, we'll give you Melbourne Penrith Roosters. How's that fair? Like, I mean, I know they say some kind of algorithm does it, but that, that is just so outrageous. Like, any other club, if they got, like, sent the draft of that draw, would be going, mate, that's a piss take. That is, you're taking the absolute piss. But then to be the Warriors after everything they've done, 11-day turn, turnaround, three games, three of the toughest teams in the comp, ridiculous. Anyway... Uh, and they get through it without a complaint. You don't hear anything from the, the the squad, and this is a result of it. And I know some people sitting there going, "Oh, well, it was the Bulldogs," but yeah, still, the Bulldogs have been taking it to a lot of sides this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, great win for the uh, Adam Fanua Blake. Seriously, if he was in any other side, he'd be essentially what top three 
Front row in the game? He's a, he's a mascot boy, and good God, I wish we could pick him for New South Wales. Kills me that we can't. One game for New Zealand when he about six years ago. Credit to you, AFB, but I wish we could have you. Mate. Well, Richard Villasanti played for both. I don't know about the Blues, but he didn't play for Blues. He played for Australia and in the, in the Kiwis. So I think Tony Carroll did it, didn't Tony he? Tony Carroll. So if it was that long ago, surely we can just let him in. What were you saying before the show, Campy? AFB, Payne Haas, Junior Bowler up front. Oh, mate. Have Could you imagine that? that? And then Jake Trevojevic when he's not injured. Yeah. Have fun <laughs> with that. And then an RCG as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Be interesting. I wonder if AFB would want to play Origin. Yes. I mean, I- so he has said in the past that he would have thought about playing that one game for New Zealand a lot harder if it meant he couldn't play Origin. And so was it in under-20s or something that he played for New Zealand? It was 2017, so... Sorry, why has he not played for New Zealand at any point since then? He's played for Tonga. Oh, so he changed to Tonga and then, right. the, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, what did you say? Was it under-20s? Was it first grade? Like, what, what, what level was it that he played uh, New Zealand? Oh, no, he played for New Zealand, like actual New actual Zealand. New Zealand. Yes, yeah, so that's why. And what was it, about five years ago? 2017. Yeah. 2017. When was his first game for um, Tonga? He would have. He would have known. Surely he would have known that he can't play Origin. It was the World Cup year, wasn't it? When because uh, was it Tam Lolo made the call to go to Tonga and then he followed him AFB. I think it was no, no. Andrew Fafita followed him. Oh, Fafita, Fafita followed, followed him. Yeah. So yeah, he played for New Zealand in 2017. And he played for Tonga also in 2017. So it would have been that year. It was 2018, they beat the Kangaroos. Is that 2019? 18 or 19. And he so played he was there as soon as Tonga could get selected, pretty much. Yeah. As yeah. in like. And he AFB. played for. For first grade in 2016. Oh. So this, had he not yeah. played for the Kiwis, he'd be sweet to play for New South Wales right now. This is, that's according, look, I screwed it up with Leota last week, so I want to be very careful, but it says here on this article that in 2021 that he would have thought harder about playing that one game for the Kiwis because he wants to play Origin. <laughs> if yeah, the rules wow. are changed. It's interesting what they're going to do because he grew up in mascot, did you say? Yeah, he's a mascot jet, yeah. How, how old was he when he got here? Does it say there? Interesting. Uh, he anyway. died from very young. Very young. Yeah. So very like, wow. You know, he's basically. I know he's not technically from Australia, but when you, if you hear from like seven years old, it's like, mate, you're an Aussie. Oh. He was born in Australia. What? Well, he's Australian then. I mean, hmm. Okay. Well, well, I mean, he's whatever he wants to be, but that's you know what I mean. Like, I don't care what he is. Just get him in the blue. Get him in the blue. <laughs> Wow. So he could have played for Australia. I mean, yeah, born in Australia. Wow, that's really interesting. Really interesting. Oh, man. I mean, he would have been so 16. He would have been, yeah, quite a teenager, I guess, when he got played for New Zealand instead of having someone maybe advise him, like, mate, like, you could be. I imagine him in a Blues jersey, the big fella. Anyway. Let's stop talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adam Fanua Blake was outstanding. Jeez, that, that late step at the line. Oof. Every time. Does it every time and every time he, he breaks that first tackle. It's funny too, speaking of where and Vanilla Blake, you know, he, he obviously played for the um, Mascot Jets. He grew up in the same team as Dylan Walker for Mascot and he threw that pass uh, to him. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah, good. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, Warriors, what exciting times. What exciting times. They could pick up four points the next two weeks potentially and all of a sudden they may be in the top four. Probably. Yeah, probably in the top four. Well, yeah, because like Broncos would, oh no, because they have their they're two wins behind Broncos, aren't they? Two behind the Broncos, but they're only a game out. Like Penrith are in third on fourteen, 
Warriors are eighth on 12. So they're a game out of the four. Game out of the four. So, they're pro- yeah, they go win-win. That could be, yeah, wow. Uh, anyone else stand out for you guys, the Warriors? I just thought it was pretty well-rounded performance. Yeah, you're uh can't believe you haven't touched on this yet, mate, but your boy Lukey Metcalf returned to New South Wales Cup on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Only played 40 minutes, scored a try, eight minutes in. It was a cracker. Went to the line, fended off, dummy through. It was a sick try. Only played 40 minutes. Just That's like why I that. didn't touch on it. Because he only <laughs> played 40 and I wasn't sure why. I was going to give it to uh, you, okay. mate, but I was like, you know what? He did score a cracking try, but I wasn't sure why he didn't play the whole game. So I think they were just eating him. Hope so. Unless they're eyeing him up, but yeah, he was good. Yeah, they would be easing him back in, surely. Yeah. Which again... Sign of a good club. Great, great but, move. Especially yeah. what they're sitting second or third in Swell's Cup. You know, looking right in the NRL, just no need to rush. The only thing that worried me when I looked at it was that he didn't play 40 minutes. He played, I think it was 41, and that was the yeah. only thing that made me think, <laughs> yeah. oh, shit, did he injured maybe get injured or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wasn't okay. sure. Okay. Reach out. There, was an, well, there was an interview with him after the game. Okay, sweet. And, and he was, didn't say anything about injury. It was all sweet, so... All right, uh, a couple of store shout, store shout outs. Plumpton Hotel Celebrations, a massive celebration superstore in the heart of Western Sydney, currently has a floor stock of bloke lager and selling for great price prices. Get down and show your support to Cass and her team. Grab some bloke beer. That is Plumpton Hotel Celebrations. I think they come on board right at the start. So Plumpton Hotel Celebration in the heart of Western Sydney. Get in there, grab a case. Heritage Hotel, Wilberforce, old school country pub in Hawkesbury, districts have just put a big floor stack of both lager and bloke mini and selling for great prices if you're in and around the windsor area pop down to heritage hotel to see jody and her team albion park sellers another celebration store with a big floor stack of bloke lager and bloke midi gene and the team are big fans of the podcast so get in buy some bloke beer for discounted prices that's albion park sellers the legends over there been around for a while with us so really appreciate the support grange hotel celebrations in wyoming Beautifully renovated celebration store on the Central Coast, always selling bloke for great prices and have a big floor stack in the cool room. Pop in and see Brad and grab some ice-cold bloke beer carton. Now, on to... Sorry, just just to further clear up AFB, pretty much bang on, but this is an article from 2021, and obviously I don't think it's changed since then, but playing for the junior Kiwis, apparently then just bang on ruled him out of origin forever, basically. And he said that he doesn't like regret it, but he just, he didn't know it at the time. So it didn't get explained to him. So he didn't really know that that would rule him out of origin forever. So the junior Kiwis is what ruled him out. That's what this article says. Yeah. But then he did go on to play one game for New Zealand against Scotland in 2017. Uh, okay. Uh, so, so he's referring to, I would have thought more about the junior Kiwis if yeah. I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, eh? Isn't it tough though? Like in, like obviously I don't know, like getting to play origin is huge, but yeah, that's like hundred K a year. Mm. Like it's a it's a big decision to be forced to make when you're a teenager. That obviously people in your ear at the Kiwis would be saying, "Yeah, yeah, come along." Like all the positives about it. So, well, and also that's where a lot of Kiwis and Polynesians, I guess, get frustrated with um, Aussies, where they're going. You have this huge pulling of a hundred grand. So you go to all our young boys and go, you know, do you want to play Origin or do you want to play for the Kiwis? By the way, there's a chance you might make a hundred thousand dollars a year if you play Origin. Whereas we don't have that pull. Um, now, to be fair, it is an Australian league. So, like, you know, we can't be, I guess, um, it's not like. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's not a world league. It's an Australian league. So we can't be held. Can't be basically going, oh, well, you guys should. You're doing something wrong by having state of origin and having more, I guess, um, appeal to other nations kind of thing but i think the best way to fix that and look it's always easy to talk about other people's money but the best way to fix that is is somehow make a product that does show all of the polynesian nations and i think having a, a month of of uh, international footy whilst origin is on would actually be the best way to do that where they do get paid decent coin and it is like you know uh, a month of madness or whatever and whether we like it's a four-week block off during origin where all the players go play for their because it's like 50, over fifty percent now that's Polynesian or Indigenous. They go and play for their you know Tonga, Samoa, PNG, and they do a round robin or whatever during Origin, and then every each Wednesday is an Origin match. Um, a four Nations type setup, obviously excluding Australia, yeah. and, and have Tonga, Samoa, Fiji, PNG. Yep, and then everyone that isn't eligible to go and play PNG and all and Tonga and that goes back and plays New South Wales Q Cup, and they make that a big deal. You got a bunch of NRL players coming back. I reckon, and you just package it up as this like month of madness or whatever. It'd be sick. I reckon. I think it'd be sick watching. Yeah, I reckon, and you could. It would build. But anyway, that's a a time for a, um, that's a topic for a different time. <laughs> 